1: You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if...
2: And now, Julia's random thoughts.
1: He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right, everybody. Here is what today is. It's a big day, um, a historical day. Today is National Loving Day. And how today became about being National Loving Day was when... um, The couple, Richard and Mildred Loving, which were an interracial couple from Virginia, got married in 1958. And upon returning home from their wedding, they were arrested because it was illegal to marry someone outside of your race. Remember, we saw the movie. Yes, we did. Loving. Oh,
2: and I wanted to recommend that. Is
1: it's a great movie. Um, What an amazing couple. It changed. They. Fought back the laws that forbid their partnership and ultimately won the right to mm-hmm. marry. Their determination changed the lives of millions of Americans and shaped the future relationships of the country. Yeah. United States versus Loving. Mm-hmm. So yeah. on June twelfth, nineteen sixty-seven. So basically, um, seven years later, they got the right that people can marry. Um, the sixteen. The let's see. The Supreme Court decision. And the sixteen US states that still forbid, forbade interracial yeah. forbade, thank you, interracial marriage um, were changed and it was no longer illegal. I mean, it just seems like that was just yesterday and it seems so sad, but they also it's been a great opportunity for us to recognize today as national loving day and the fact that love does not discriminate and that millions of families throughout the US and around the world consist of multiple races and ethnicities. Love is love. Yeah. And we know that, and love is the law. And they called
2: it miscegenation. Yes. Is what they used, the legal word that they like to use, because it could be perceived as value neutral. It wasn't because it wasn't saying outright what it was, which that... That is the mixing... Of race. Yeah. Which... So they called it this big fancy word. Right. It's against miscegenation laws.
1: So people love who you love today? Good. And and that movie
2: was good. Our gal from... Ruth Nega plays yes, she the does. wife in it. Oh, did it you see it, Holly?
1: It was out in 2016. Loving.
2: I did not see it, it, but
1: it looked very good. Yeah, <laughs> it really
2: was. It really was a, a good movie, and um, I didn't really know the it was story. nominated for
1: an Oscar. I, I know. It. We talked
2: about it. Yeah. That's kind of what Ruth, like, people like, oh, who is this amazing yeah. actress? And then she was on that crazy show. Oh, preacher. Preacher. Oh. <laughs> yeah.
1: That was a show. Mm -hmm. All right. So also, um, other good news: Smithsonian Museum is collecting White House protest signs to preserve as a slice
2: of history. They already recognize it for the history that it's making.
1: Mm -hmm. And so that is happening. Um, Also, we have um, Kit Kat. Did you guys talk about the apple flavor, apple pie flavor Kit Kat?
2: Holly posted it the other day. That sounds good. And we did not talk about it. Okay, so it's
1: um an iconic wafer surrounded in the delicious taste of apple pie. I love a Kit Kat because you can take it apart slice by slice by slice. It's Mm -hmm. a it's a candy bar that you just don't bite. You separate the pieces. I love a Kit Kat.
2: Okay, do so you, you like the flavored Kit Kats that come out here? I'm going to try
1: one this weekend.
0: Okay, Holly,
2: what do you say?
0: I'm apple, a purist. Pi- apple pie, mm, but the Kit Kat's great because they got the chunky nubbins on the yeah. end. I
1: love them, and you can oh. and you can take it apart. It's it's a it's a candy bar to eat off all the edges, and right. then you get to the middle. <laughs> right, there's right.
2: procedure involved. It,
0: it's right.
1: like it used oh, to be with oh. the Snickers. I used to break off the chocolate on the top and eat that uh, yeah whatever
2: wow you've got some lori real i love my sugar yeah. you know bring
1: me my sugar and adding to the sugar craze right now um dairy queen have a new cupfections and it's like it's kind of like a mini sundae basically but mm-hmm. they have a tiramisu cake um shake cupfection and it's moist vanilla layer cake blended with coffee concentrate garnished with pieces of cake and cocoa powder.
2: I, if oh. I just feel like it's a clogged
1: straw. You don't, you, this is something you eat with a spoon. Oh, okay. You eat this with a spoon. <laughs> it's a confection lorry. It is. <laughs> and, and I'm telling you, oh gosh, I love Dairy Queen cake though too. It's, oh. it's just, mm. I'd get them for the kids. And there'd always be leftovers and they'd put it put in the freezer in the basement. And I mm-hmm. always, like, every night take a slice. Kind of like I did my wedding cake the first year of our marriage. And yeah. I'd go down every night and take some slice. And when it was our run year anniversary, there was no cake.
0: You don't <laughs> need a reason to get a Dairy Queen cake. Oh, I every love- day is a reason Freezers. for a Dairy
1: Queen cake. I, I'm telling you, they're the best, and they've the individual cups too. Of the cakes. Oh, Lori, her teeth hurt.
2: I, you get, I can only have teeth. a wrapped ice cream cone, like a dipped. Oh, I need gosh. something with a crunchy outside to get in before I can. Yeah, it makes oh, me. Oh, I love hurt. ice cream. Oh, it sounds
1: good. All right, Starbucks. We talked about this yesterday that they weren't allowing their employees to wear Black Life Matters T-shirts after many complaints from employees and the public. And um, what is going on right now? They have decided to oh. partner uh, the Black um, Starbucks Black. Partner network and um, Black Starbucks leaders to make 250,000 shirts and affirmative support available to company-operated partners throughout North America. You can wear your own shirts, you can buy the shirts, you can wear pins. That was such a weird
2: misstep on the part of uh, uh, Starbucks.
1: I think so. You know, and they recognize it and changed it immediately. Yeah, that was silly.
2: Yeah, because I mean, the one thing I do think about, like one place where I do see like baristas, you see baristas of all ages and all races it seems to be like in coffee shops it's the one thing that you can count on is it does seem to be a diverse crowd place of work yes and so that i thought why would they do that when they're so inclusive about every many other things it just yep. seemed weird to me so they've corrected it yeah well that's alright um Good.
1: so that is happening um People, Oh, gosh. We're already done.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, how many sperm moment um, decisions do you think you make a day? Spur sperm of moment Not sperm. All right. How many sperm moments decisions do you make on a daily basis? Lori? One or Look two. Look at <laughs> One or two. <laughs>
2: yeah. Holly?
1: Holly? Uh, no comment. No I, comment. I, I plead the that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, we make 18 a day. Spur-of-the-moment. Spur-of-the-moment decisions. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder if it's less now. <laughs> Probably. Probably. <laughs>
2: Right, Every day. I just want to give a little shout out to Jim. You know who you are. He loves us girls, but Hi, he Jim. thinks we're hopeless sometimes with names because yeah. uh, the other day when we talked about Bravo firing Stacey, Schroeder, Stassi, and, you know, I keep getting mixed up uh, the names Garcelle and Gabrielle. Yeah. Garcelle two different people. is mm-hmm. on the Housewives of Beverly Hills. Gabrielle Union is the one who's suing NBC for America's Got Talent.
1: And she's got a new project that she is going Gabrielle. to. Yeah, Gabrielle Union. She's optioned the book, All the Boys Aren't Blue, which I think was a 2017 book about mm-hmm. growing up black and queer. Mm-hmm. And so she's getting into the producing thing. Um, Good. That's what yes, you got to do. I it. love
2: it. I love it. Okay. So last night... um, uh, the Drunk Housewives of New York Ron, um, I haven't watched them in a couple weeks. Okay. They get wasted on TV. This season could be called The Drunk Housewives of New York, featuring a very mean Dorinda.
1: Why is she still I mean? don't know. Mean. She's so
2: mean. But anyway, Tinsley Mortimer, last night on the episode, we didn't really know until the end of the show. It just said... Uh, She's moving to Chicago. She's done with the show. This was, and they did the little caption card. Tinsley got her happily ever after. Scott asked her to marry her in front of some Christmas carolers, and she's living in Chicago. And that, is she finishing the
1: season? No, she's done. Just left this in the was,
2: middle of it. Yes, isn't she under
1: contract? Yeah.
2: Apparently you can leave, and I think there was like maybe a month. Don't get left. any ideas. <laughs> yeah, I think I think because you know we saw Lisa Vanderpump quit filming; yeah, we did. she didn't go yeah, to the reunion. Did. But Doreen, I mean uh, Tinsley, um, just had let them know. You know, I I came back, and um, so I was really bummed because I really, I really have. Gotten very fond of Tinsley. I have too,
1: Lori. And uh, I like her clothes. I like her dogs. I I like like her her hair. I like how funny
2: her silly mom. I don't know. I I just I've liked her. She's refreshing. I like you know Carol Radswell introduced Tinsley to the Scott, the Coupon King, the guy she's had this on On again, again, off off again again thing for like four years with. And so last night's episode, I mean, first of all, she looked. So cute. She's so cute. She looked so cute, yeah. but she came back um, from a trip to New York, okay. and the week before—I mean, like in the week before that—Dorinda has just had a, a bully hard on for Tinsley, yelling at her. about, are you with Scott? Are you not with him? You know, just who cares? Who cares? It's a, it be because I think Dorinda a Perimetopause. And she feels Bitching like metapos. a fool because she went out with that stupid John guy for free lawn dry cleaning. Well, sometimes you've got to do what you got to do, Lori, if you're a socialite. For seven years, I, I didn't even stay married to somebody that long, and I was married, let alone date somebody <laughs> seven years for dry cleaning privileges. <laughs> <laughs> Hell to the no. When you got two houses, oh, pay for your own dry cleaning. Back plate. in the day, I thought that would be the biggest luxury yeah. to have a dry well, cleaning, cleaning, cleaning service here. Else. Apparently, Dorinda was on do yes. that as assumption but she breaks up with him off camera doesn't want to talk about it and she spent the whole new york housewives uh six or seven weeks however long it's been on just riding tinsley are you or are you not dating scott there's no
1: she didn't have a storyline
2: dorinda was trying to keep focus off of her and she just ended up looking like a big bully so last night um We see Tinsley. She comes back. We see a couple photos of the penthouse apartment that Scott has in Chicago. We don't know that he's proposed yet because he hasn't. She leaves. It's like probably last end of October. Oh, okay. That she leaves because remember they filmed so far back. It wasn't until the end of the show that you got the the storyline drop down uh, like you get at the end of the season. And so she comes back. And they're having um, first they'd go to some stupid haunted house thing, and that was kind of funny because there were people hiding in the corners as a scary clown and a scary zombie, and surprising the girls so just on so the scared. New York street. That yeah, was that scared. was funny. But they they have this dinner. Tinsley comes in, and I wonder how much these uh, some of these biatches are jealous because she's like forty four, so. You know, she's 20 years younger than than Ramona and probably 15 years younger. I don't know. I I don't like to think that uh, women do that, but women do do that. And um, so she comes in and and she makes the announcement and she's sitting next to the, you guys. I'm back together with Scott, which has been a storyline on this stinking show for the last four years. Yes, it has. Okay. Mm hmm. Do you know what Dorinda and Ramona and the Countess and Sonia? What are they? They completely
1: ignored her. I always say, Congratulations. Oh my God. They completely ignored her. Okay, there's nothing worse. There's nothing worse than being completely ignored
2: about something that everybody has known about for four seasons of the show. And Tinsley's been so, anyway, people were not having it. People were yelling at Dorinda. Um, we that we missed Tinsley already. She was so embarrassing. They they didn't say that dinner party was so awkward. It was like the jealousy and anger was shooting out of Dorinda. Not one of those girls said any like, oh my god, that's amazing. Right. Instead, Ramona felt regret later, and then set up a, a a thing at a bar, which she also had a date with. Just my god, that woman will date anybody. No. Um, no, seriously, the- she will date anyone with a heartbeat and a wallet. Okay. Okay. And, uh, so she's double booked, but she says, oh, I felt, she's b- always maybe triple book. She's always triple book on and this she reality
1: says, show that she's a part of, yeah. but she doesn't care about the filming. I got a date later.
2: Yeah. No, like I said, Paul's that- wallet, boat, Hamptons, yeah. if you've got two of those things, mm-hmm. you know? And anyway, I felt bad that I wasn't more, you know, congratulatory. Like they didn't even say Boo. Case. I, Matt, wanted to have drinks, and, oh, you got your fear. It was like fake sincerity. What I, did Sonia do? Sonia, she's the one I care about. Sonia is so busy. She can't believe that Century 21 wanted to buy her clothes from her. Now she can't believe that no clothes are for sale or whatever. And she's eating all the brownies and all the desserts in the world. She- no, she's full on having a very menopausal I thought she lost our weight, though. Maybe she has, but what we see on her is menopause, Sonia. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay.
1: She's eating and drinking. I'm so glad that we weren't filmed when I was going through my hardcore pausing. Yeah. Pausing
2: years. Pausing years. Which can be, they can be, there's a weight gain, Holly. And there's a crabbiness that just puts an edge for me. Here's my theory about that. Oh. If you go into your having your period and it's difficult. You have a lot of cramps. Maybe you developed early. You had. It was hard for you. Like I mean, you you got headaches. You had. That's how you go out. You go out hard. Oh, I went out so hard. And and that's just a theory. And if you had kind of easy, like you were late or you had light periods and you didn't really have much of anything, you'll go through it emotionally. It might not be as difficult, but you will still get this. Panye d'amour that collects around your middle until you can start getting on some lady medications if you're allowed to fight because your body it feels like you're in pre-adolescence again when you start getting extra padding remember how you padded up oh oh i pad well oh You know what I mean, but that was like your body. You have no control over it. It's just your hormones going amok. And interesting, eternally padded up for about five years of my adolescence. (laughs) Oh, so did I, honey? But mine were
1: my breasts, the padding.
2: But part of it is like the bam, the hormone, and all of that. It, it, it's, it's just part of. It's a mental
1: thing too, though, because
2: I was not
1: myself. I was so bitchy. Oh
2: my god, you were awful every day. The meanest I've ever known. I drive
1: into work and I think I'm not going to complain. I'm not going to complain. I mean, I complained about every every day I'd walk into the double wide and you'd be sitting there like, ah, oh, traffic. Or I always had something and I'm like, would sit and have these conversations, don't say it, don't say it, you're yeah. above it, you know you're doing yeah. it,
2: you're so crabby, and then it was the first thing out of my mouth. Well, I want you to, I feel like Sonia is going through the menopause sort of situation, on hormones. but where she's not being mean, she's just she's being, being, being clueless yeah, and, and whatever. Dorinda and, and is mean. Yeah. And when you watch these last, she is so mean. And And I I don't want to cut her any slack, but I just think that she has really lost a lot of fans this season. Because
1: we liked her. I always liked her. I was such.
2: She's turned this year. She's just. And there's no
1: explanation. Well, I'm going to give it to you. Well,
2: here's what she said She's jealous of Tinsley. Well, I would be too. But why? I'm just teasing. <laughs> and Tinsy was so cute. She's... she's like the only nice thing Dorinda said was when Tinsley said, "And Scott is giving me an extra wide cl- closet, a basically an old spare bedroom. He's turning mm-hmm. into a Sweet. closet and a glam room." And and Dorinda was like, "You could just see like that." Finally, impressed her. Wow. Yeah. Which you know, and that, and the fact, no, she didn't have it on the show because oh, right, she, way. um. She did it on her Instagram. I mean, she got a very be- big, beautiful ring. Oh, good for big, her! Big, beautiful ring. Good for her because she liked this guy. She did, and she hasn't heard. She was on with Andy Cohen last night, and she said Carol hasn't uh, called her or anything. But she and Scott will always be grateful because Carol was the setup. Oh, Just, I like that. You know, well, and, and 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 an enthusiastic setup. You know, not like you were the unenthusiastic setup with your brother. In fact, you weren't really involved. I had to work around you. She did. <laughs>
1: And don't regret it,
2: though, Laura. And also, Holly, uh, I don't know if you saw this, but um, Watchmen, which was on um, HBO, HBO. won a Peabody Award. Great. If... That Did show you? is All right, really good. It's, I was so confused. I watched like three of them. You just have to watch it and let the, st- because it's a, it's a love story. It's also a cautionary tale about the police. It's also, we learn. I never knew about the Tulsa, Tulsa race right, massacre, right, right? Call it the race massacre. Cause that's what it was. Okay. I've never heard that well, in history. Right. Then the fact they're wearing masks. I mean, there were so many telling things that are of this time. Uh, that that was just an incredible show. Yeah, Maybe I'll go back and finish it. And
0: you don't have to have read Watchmen, the right. graphic novel, right. in order to appreciate the show. If you did read the graphic novel, it makes it that much richer. But if Regina King...
1: I love her. ...does
0: mm-hmm. not... I mean, it's going to be Regina King versus Kate Blanchett for all the television awards for I performances. Think right. I think and you're right. Which tears...
2: Oh, oh, that's, that's a a tough ag- it's an
0: agonizing choice to make. But yeah, I think that it's worth it to go back and watch Watchmen.
2: And Regina was on Seth Meyers last night and she was talking about a, a movie that she's directing. But also she said, you know, the fact that, you know, Damien and with the storytelling, this exposed history of this, the Black Wall Street massacre in, in, in the Greenwood neighborhood in Tulsa, okay. that people didn't know about it. Right. I mean, if you'd read it, but TV has such a bigger reach, she's like, and that they know about it now in this time. Anyway, she's she's kind of amazing, and uh, that that show is, you could certainly watch it again, because so much happens in it.
0: Totally, really.
2: Totally. All right. All right. Listen, um, when we come back, uh, we've got a lot to Hollywood speak. Oh, what are you trying to say? Hollywood. What is the meaning of this? Well, I gotta start the Hollywood speech right. to quote Ian Punnett. Ian! Ian, uh, oh. you know, he, he, he was, was on, on with them. Jason and Alexis. Yeah, he and Marjorie. And
1: Don- oh, they both were
2: good. Yes, they both were. They are so good. Anyway, here's Ian. Uh, uh, What's he saying today? He's saying, hey, uh, all you people insisting out there we need the names of Confederate generals on U.S. military bases in order to honor our shared historical struggle to make a perfect union as it exists today here's my question (laughs) how many of your children Mm -hmm. are named after your old girlfriends oh (laughs) that's a good one just to put it in perspective that's a good one thank you ian oh my gosh the hand ringing over confederate general we beat them the Confederates' lost. saying, this is my favorite okay. thing. We beat and we told the British to F off, too. Like, yeah. this be under the one flag, the yeah. one thing, and all these, all these, you know, that, uh, I mean, and I'm a military kid, so I I'm very are. familiar with all these, you know, more air bases. Base yeah, yeah. But it was very funny. So Fort Bragg, which is a big army base, um, it's named after this. my brother was there. Yes, he I was. know
1: military. I only know army Fort, bases because uh, yeah.
2: writing letters to my brother. brother. So Fort Bragg, he was such a a hole of a Southern Confederate general that even Ulysses S. Grant, in his mm-hmm. memoirs, said to him, Braggs, you're so unlikable. You've quarreled with everyone on this base, and now you're starting quarrels with yourself." <laughs> <laughs> Move on. Move on. <laughs> anyway, okay, so the talk. Um, yes. Which, um, I, it's hit or miss whether or not I'll DVR I forget, that. Yeah, you do it. With... I, I like to see who's on. And I should have uh, thought of DVRing it because whenever there's anything, like, you know, really. Important. Or salacious, maybe. Okay. But the Vanderpump Rules thing, when Bravo finally got off their butt and got right. rid of. Got rid of t- at least two people who yeah. we've known for a couple of years have been uh, major a-holes. So anyway, the, when the ladies at the talk t- talked about on, I guess it was Wednesday, that Stasi and Kristen and Kirsten, whatever the hell her name is, and the two guys were mm-hmm. had been fired, um, they wisely let Eve answer first instead of that old... Um, you know, Sharon, yeah, they always get Sharon, give Sharon they, they, She Osborne gets the, the first,
1: first, um, the first opinion,
2: <sighs> okay. Go on, uh, okay. And she just said, she said, she Stassi is the poster child for white privilege. Hello, mm hmm. And uh, she did not hold back. She said, because basically, Stossy and, and Kirsten Doty, whatever her name is, they. Called the cops on someone, a castmate, mm-hmm. Faith Stowers, knowing that she didn't have anything to do with this crime. It was a mm-hmm. false call, and they also joked about it. Yes, Faith is black. Okay, the only black cast member Vanderpump ever had, like season six. And like, oh, jeez. Um, I mean, just discussing, and they bragged about it just, on a podcast. I mean, this was mm-mm. two years ago. Mm-mm. And Faith only just now, with everything that's happened, felt empowered To be when able to come Stassi to last weekend put her tag up on her Instagram, Black Lives Matter. Then Faith decided, oh, I think I'm going to just tell, share a story about how much and just remind people of that. And like two days later, they were fired.
1: Yeah, it is something right now. Lost yeah. her
2: podcast, lost her wine thing. Uh, they're trying like crazy to get a PR crisis team. Just,
1: Too late. Just go away for a while.
2: Just Just go away. Go away. Do some learning. And she was also getting paid because she was going to have a wedding on Bravo. Mm Oh, okay. Okay. How about this one? Hollywood speak Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter crashing the San Dimas High School 2020 graduation. Love it. It, The Zoom? Was it a Zoom thing? Yes. My heart sings. Yes. San Dimas High School football rules. That's right. (laughs) They joined the virtual. I don't know how they got on there,
1: but. uh, Someone called them, I'm sure, and gave them the access.
2: Well, San Dimas High School is Bill and Ted's alma mater. There you go. Oh, that's, movie, that's so great. In which they were flunking history, which led to the most excellent first presentation of the movie.
1: I need to watch that movie. I couldn't tell you. I know you love these, Holly.
2: Yeah, I do. Um, so I, I need
1: to go back. I can't even remember what it's
2: about. Yeah. I, you know, I
1: don't know if you like them or not. They're just, they're very endearing.
2: They are. In a very well, specific way. endearing movies. And they're <laughs> yeah. like, uh, hey, I'm Alex Winter. And I mean, it was like the fact that they were struggling between being themselves and their characters made it more endearing. I mean, I could have, Keanu Reeves could have sat there and burped for 20 minutes well, and I think people so, would have been happy.
1: He's lovely.
2: Oh. He is. So anyway, geez. I mean, isn't that something? I mean, you're listening to all these emotional he, older you tell you how brave you are that you've gone through this and class and blah and then, brother, and then and these Ted. two show up, Bill and Ted show up. Uh, it would have been sucked. It would have sucked to have been the person who followed those two. Well, one hundred percent on the virtual. Class.
1: I mean, the only
0: thing that would have topped it is somebody dressed up like Abraham Lincoln and told you to be excellent to each other.
2: Right. There you go. Uh, by the way, Mohammed Ad- Hadid lost his last last ditch attempt. To save his mega mansion from the wrecking ball, Julia. How many times he has fought this in Beverly Hills?
1: That mega mansion that he built up on a hill that has no trees—that looks like a company. It looks like a corporation was built on the side of the hill. Well, the neighbors had
2: to sue him because oh. that house is in danger of crashing down on theirs. In case there's a bloodsucker, he's
1: taken out all the foliage, foliage or whatever it's called. But seriously,
2: yeah. How long have we been following years. this in the Beverly Hills? I feel Hills like career? eight years at least. At least. At least. Yeah. So it's done. So
1: do they have to tear it down? What is, does he have to do? You
2: know why? He brought it all the way to the California Supreme Court and yesterday. They torpedoed it. He hasn't that. paid
1: people. He owes everybody money. So I'm glad they struck it down. Good. Uh,
2: it's an illegally built structure. It's worth $50 million. And uh, he wanted to say he was denied process of law. California Supreme Court said no. He owes uh, $1.2 million on back taxes on yeah. the condemned property and he's got a jury trial next month. Jeez. The neighbors are bringing against him which could cost him millions. So when people think they can build
1: anything on property and just get away with it cuz they have money. Mm-mm.
2: Mm-mm. Especially in Bel Air mm-hmm. where you're surrounded by people who have money too. Have money too. Have money too. Mm-hmm. And when you see this place, my gosh, it is it looks so it ridiculous. Looks like it's an, an eyesore on the side of this beautiful so yeah. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Sean White fans are going crazy. He dyed his hair. Did he dye it red? Did he dye it white? He we already don't had right red hair. I know. Just, He's people are us. losing their minds on Instagram over Sean White today. All right, we'll be
0: back. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup, so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's fresh for everyone free pickup on orders of $35 or more restrictions may apply get more ways to save at the buy five or more save one dollar each sale just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card bakers fresh for everyone